Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive, Andy. We got a wild one this week, man. Playoff start, <sighs> the NFL. Uh, but uh, boy, oh boy. Uh, it is your guess is as good as mine is as good as anyone's who exactly will be available for these NFL teams. Coming no, we're week. actually, we're actually just going to, we're going to call it right now. We're going to stop the show. We're glad you're here. We want you to rejoin us Friday when we actually know something. <laughs> it's uh, we'll just reconvene here same time on Friday night. Once we know like who is eligible. It's funny how the information leaks out too, before we get into the games, just the fact is like, sometimes you'll see a tweet from a beat reporter and say, Hey, here's a player who tested positive for COVID, but they're vaccinated. So this is the protocol they need to find. And then sometimes there's players and there's just no information because either they're not forthcoming on that or we don't know, or they're not reporting it for some reason. So there's a lot of ifs and buts, which is nice because it's the season of candy and nuts. And I really, <laughs> really just don't know what to do with some of these games where it, I think it's it's more than acceptable to just take it easy. You know, we always dog on people for, hey, maybe you shouldn't bet on Sunday morning once the most efficient market in the world has tightened itself up through millions and millions of dollars. But I don't know if this week applies. I think it's more than fine to wait a little longer and see where things take us with some of the, especially in some of these games where there's massive. And I, I said this this morning on Brown Bag. I said, you know, you have to do this every week with the NFL, tracking injuries throughout the week. Sure, it's, it's of course. As, it's not as if these have supplanted injuries. These are in addition to. So it's just like, it's like tracking 64 teams for injuries. What it is. It's a pain in the ass. And I hate it. And with that. <laughs> Let's go through the card. Yeah, um, KC no, and guess- LA. KC takes on. Is, is there? LA I haven't really heard anyone say this, and this is super speculative. I'm just curious your opinion. Um, do you think the teams that are really out, like they're out of it, like are they just ready for this season to be over at this point? Yeah. Like this, this kind of nonsense now, where it's like, oh my god, everybody's got it. Are we going to be able to? I, I mean, if I'm like borderline, or if I, you know, if I'm if I'm a uh, on a team that is not in the mix, playing a team that has something to play for, I'm probably not super psyched to play this week, <laughs> right? Especially because, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I it's who knows if it actually has any meaningful impact in terms of player motivations and stuff. And you know, this week probably isn't even the right week to gauge that because next week there's a lot more garbage games. This week there's a lot of backs against the wall. You get eliminated if you lose type of stuff, which should make for an entertaining week of football if they can field teams. <laughs> the uh, uh, the Thursday night game, I guess we know the most about. Kind of. Kind of. Seems <sighs> unlikely that we're going to have a huge swing here no. in terms of player availability. The AFC West leading Kansas City Chiefs go west to L.A. for a... Head to head with the Chargers, who beat them in Arrowhead earlier this yeah, season. Going and from, honestly, going the KC sweep. Really, can't you know? LA has you know the if there is a uh, if there's a team that's really played the Chiefs tough over the years, uh, last you know over the the Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes type of generation, it's been these Chargers, and these Chargers stuck it 
to Kent to Kansas City in week three, I want to say. As yeah, it was, seven it was point early dogs. On. Yeah, they're about they, seven uh, point dogs on the road. They uh, have played them tough, especially the past couple of years. And for the second time in three weeks, the chart the Chiefs in the midst of their winning streak will play a team where if they lose, they will lose the division lead as it was with the Broncos, which didn't happen. Might happen. This one is a little closer line. It is a road game and the injuries have been a little weird. You know, they've, they've had some COVID stuff on their own, but uh, Rashawn Slater will miss the game. And it was a little, maybe surprising Keenan being in called in so early, but Eckler, um, Asante Samuel, one other player, uh, James, all questionable kind of game time stuff. So I think Eckler matters a lot to your game planning, especially what you want to do against a, a team you might have to play catch up with. Although it's been this, we did this two week, two times now. We got to do this before the first Raiders game. And then after the Raiders game, we issued a warning, said, hey, that was just a great matchup. They are not back. The Chiefs might not be back on offense. And in this midst of this winning streak, it's been more of the defense who's been opportunistic and it's been a lot of turnovers, but outside of the Raiders game, this offense hasn't been, and I won't do the air quotes again for your sake back. Like they beat the shit out of the Raiders twice. And then it's been the, the defense holding teams to like 10, 15 points. And if they can do that again, they're in this game. I don't think you see like uh, a 32, 35 point explosion from this Chiefs offense. And we did take this under and it's going the other way. Yeah. I think Keenan, um, Keenan played into that a little. So I guess I'd love to see Eckler out despite how much I'd love the Chargers to win this game with no skin in it. Besides the, it would clinch the Chiefs season win total under if they were to drop this game or this or any game this year. Mm, interesting. Their backs are against the wall on that, huh? Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the heuristic for betting the Chiefs this season has been pretty straightforward. Uh, are they playing the Raiders? If yes, bet Chiefs. It's like if a flow no, chart. If no, bet, do not bet Chiefs. <laughs> That's basically how my simple brain has thought about the Chiefs this season. Um, and the reason, as you very eloquently put, Chiefs play a style. I mean, uh, the the Raiders play a style of defense that uh, allows the Chiefs to get whatever they want. And every other team has learned from the Chargers that you play too high safety against this team, and you can flummox Pat Mahomes at least. Make Pat Mahomes do it the hard way. Make him cross the street. Make more. him cross the street more. Make him be patient. Make him matriculate. Pat Mahomes not a matriculator. Uh, and ultimately, uh, if you try to make Pat Mahomes, if you try to if you just like contain him by boring him to death, he's going to ultimately make a mistake. He'll turn over the ball. <laughs> you know, like, I was going to say it's yeah. like their offense. Yeah. You see, I, I mentioned this one other time. You see them like, hey, they're giving you everything you can get, and you're taking advantage of it. Then you just have to throw this deep ball. It seems super unnecessary. It's like they are impatient on offense, mm -hmm. whereas they. It's like against some of these teams that are running this, you know, this look that's stymieing the Hill stuff. It's like, man, like, why don't you just take what they're giving? You have so many skill position players. And again, against the shitty, a shitty matchup for the Raiders. It wasn't just Reek. It wasn't Kelsey. Everybody. everybody. I feel like everybody had like a big catch. Everybody who plays offense had a couple big catches. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I lean chargers and I bet the under here. 
Yeah, I lean Chargers and I bet the under as well. Uh, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, the market moving against us, I think, had I, I guess some of that was Chris Jones. Maybe I, I, he matters I to think the that Chiefs defense. Um, he probably does. I don't know. I actually, you know what my initial thought was when I saw the Chris Jones news, and then Mark, I thought the market reacted pretty sh- quickly to that news. I just assumed somebody bet that, thinking there were going to be other positive COVID tests coming for Kansas City. Yeah, and that never really that materialized. Um, so that may have been a little bit of a, oh man, the D-line's gone. Let's hit the over. Let's hit the Chargers. Bang, bang. And then it hasn't really readjusted since then because I really can't make a case for the over here one way or the other. This is under all the way. Um, Chargers without Rashawn Slater are going to be under duress. Uh, the Chiefs defense is playing so much more cohesively than they were through the first five weeks of the season. Um, ton of their Chiefs. I still contend that a ton of the Chiefs defense looking so bad through the you know the opening salvo of this season was on the basis of they played really good offenses who were clicking. <laughs> and, and, uh, and their and, offense you know, wasn't doing that well all the time. The defense was out there a lot more than their prep used to. Like, sure, hey, yeah. This, this yeah. sucks. And they, like, yeah, why, they faced why everybody's we, why best shot. are we playing shot. with a lead? Yeah, you know, teams like the Browns spent all offseason con- you know, concocting a way yeah. to make the Chiefs' defense look bad. Teams like the Bills spent all offseason concocting a way to make the Chiefs' defense look bad. Teams like the Chargers really flexed in that game against the Chiefs. So, you know, I, I, I but at this point uh, with – Herbert under duress. Oh, by the way, Herbert, one of the weird kind of outlier, bizarro, weird quarterbacks who his EPA per play under pressure is like stupid high, <laughs> like inexplicably high under for pressure year. for the second year in a row. Um, you know, maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe he gets, you know, gets the ball out, uh, gets the ball downfield. Um, Ch- Herbert's going to have to get it done, obviously, on third and fourth downs in this game. Because for whatever reason he stinks on early downs and he's great in late downs. He's a he's just an enigma. Um, and ultimately, I, again, I hope the Chargers win just because it would make the AFC playoffs that much more entertaining. Um, but uh, ultimately, uh, the under is the more is a higher EV side here. I think this should be like a 47 48. Uh, set aside the fact that it's a divisional matchup. Second time these two teams are playing each other. Most of these Chargers Chiefs head to heads, if you go back and kind of comb through, they were kind of playing towards the under in general. Um, so, uh, should be a good one on Thursday. I don't have much more to add here. Um, high leverage game for the Chargers, not just for the AFC West, but uh, the playoffs overall, because the one C is still up for grabs. Yeah. Uh, and at even at even with six losses so far this season, yeah, your uh, one seed is not... an underdog this week, guys. So Chargers only have five losses actually. So yeah, Chargers even with uh... five losses, Chargers not out of the realm of possibility that they could scoop the old one seed. So that would be fun. That'd I think be fun. so. Hard so, agree. Let's keep um, Saturday uh, football. Vegas, this is Saturday football. Mess. Saturday. Yeah, this is so. This is a Saturday game. This will be Saturday afternoon, and this one is a real mess. Like, uh, this will be a fun Saturday with some college ball. We're talking a little college ball. We're talking a little afternoon NFL. Some hot toddies. I'll be at my dad's for Christmas. Hot Las toddy. Vegas at Clay. I see you got something hot there. Las Vegas at Cleveland. What oh, an effing mess. This was. Uh, this was what plus. Five, six? Where did where did we start uh, this? At? It was a big number. Um, it, let me see. Was... I saw a six and a I half. Definitely, yeah. So six. This is a Browns minus six. It is now Browns 
I mean, pretty much plus one and a half across the market. Moved to touchdown. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the Rona, including the starting quarterback, Ooh. the head coach, and yeah. the head coach. The head coach was, you know, the head coach was out for a playoff game. They still won this. This is a Raiders team who, I I don't have much to say on this. I don't want to get too deep into this because again, we the joke about doing this on Friday. This is a game that should be looked at on Friday. I don't think unless you grabbed a great number on the Raiders right after the news and which congrats, good job being Johnny on the spot. My theory on Vegas and obviously the, the reigning theory last week was just the horrible defensive matchup against the chiefs. But my theory for the offense starting to take some step backs is like, Hey, Gruden might've been a, a bigot and possibly a racist. And he at least was super bad at not putting, you know, not being couth in emails. Course, yeah. But he was a offensive mastermind, and I do not think the game had passed him by at all in that in that aspect. Even if he wasn't a great head coach or an evaluator of talent in the draft, and I think there was some carryover on the offensive side for a few weeks, as we saw they they played well for the first few weeks after you had that dead cat bounce after the firing, and I just don't I think him not being involved at all in the game planning. You've seen this Raiders defense or offense kind of take a, a step back outside of the Cowboys game. They haven't really gotten going on offense. This offense is really poopy right now. This total is only 39. There's some 38 and a halfs, I think. Yeah, that's probably right. If I had to bet this game, I would bet under 39. And Holy that doesn't smokes, feel man. good. That so, doesn't feel good. So no, no bet for me on this at all. You mentioned it. So since losing Gruden. Yeah, look at this. It's the Cowboys game, and that's it, right? Holy shit, man! Um, well, they they rallied. They rallied. The dead cat bounce was thirty four against the Broncos. Yep. Yeah, there was like two or three and weeks then, where they were okay, and then they beat the Eagles, and then over the bye week they lose rugs, and since then it has been sixteen points, fourteen points, thirteen points, thirty six penalty aided points, fifteen points, nine points. Yeah. Uh, so I think ultimately we, uh, we, you know, and, but at the same time, like that thing, losing game, rugs was important as well. I mean, losing rugs was important, important but yeah, in that Thanksgiving that. game, like the, uh, the, obviously the leaders in that locker room, the same guys that, that were responsible for the dead cat bounce got the guys up for that Thanksgiving day game. Like they were up for that game and maybe this kind of standalone ish Saturday game, maybe they get them up for this one. Who knows? Um, but I will note that there are two important handicapping wrinkles here. And it is the quarterback for both teams. <laughs> Did yeah. you see the note come across that the Raiders are considering putting Mariota. Derek Carr on ice and seeing what they got in old Marcus Mariota? Um, so I think we can say pretty conclusively that's a downgrade, I think. I agree. Uh, although at the same time, there's an unknown quantity in his first start. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe a little... Like, oh, we weren't prepared for this type of deal from Cleveland side of football, especially because Cleveland doesn't have coaches or players. But <laughs> if, uh, yeah. if they surprise yeah. him with Mariota, I would yeah. not be surprised if you are very, you know, very upset about if you're a Browns fan because they course, might just yeah. look bad. They might just yeah. look bad. Although it's still, they still have a decent pass rush. You know, people are talking, it's kind of the same theme because it's like, oh, OBJ's back because he's in a new spot. Clowney's kind of back. Oh yeah, well, little little inconsistent, uh, but he's questionable though. He's yeah, and as as you know, standard with Clowney, always a little. Clowney's got up. a bruised shoulder. Yeah, now Clowney's always got a little a dinged up. But yeah, they they have a good pass rush. 
I would like to see a different quarterback come in against a good pass rush. That might be a plus move for the Browns. I yeah. no no play for me here. This is gross. So then now, yeah, then this comes down to the Cleveland side of the handicap, which is to say, uh, how much of an upgrade is Case Keenum over Baker Mayfield at this stage? And uh, if the Browns were full strength otherwise, I would be beating the drum that uh, here we go, Browns. Let's march to the playoffs. They got a hard-fought win against the uh, the Ravens. Let's uh, carry on, carry this momentum through to a uh, an 11-6 finish here. Um, however, let me just list off the players who are unlikely to be here for the Browns. You ready? Besides yeah. Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, doubtful. That's not a COVID thing, uh, but he's not going. Um, Jarvis Landry. Out. Anthony Anthony Schwartz, uncertain. Austin Hooper, out. David Njoku, out. The third string tight, tight end, Harrison Bryant, is questionable. Uh, this may be a Miller Forrestall start at tight end, which, but tight end is yeah. going to be important in this game because you're going to need some extra blocking because the Browns are going to be without Jedrick Wills, without Wyatt Teller, likely without Joel Bitonio likely without J.C. Treader, and they are already down Jack Conklin. So it is the James Hudson, Blake Hance, Michael Dunn, Nick Harris, Drew Forbes show on the offensive line here for the mighty Cleveland Browns. Not sure how you're winning in the trenches against the pass rush for the Raiders in this one. Um, I mean, realistically, the Browns win this game. It's going to have to be because of the defense, but the defense is missing Tank McKinley, Malik McDowell, Malik Jackson is questionable. Jadavian Clowney is questionable. Efedi Odenigbo is out. Troy Hill is out. Anthony Walker is out. John Johnson is out. Greg Newsom likely on will not be able to go. And to put the cherry on top, your punter, Jamie Gilliam, also out for the game. <laughs> this yeah. is wild. The And the real big thing is that the offensive line with either a hurt quarterback or a backup quarterback and not having tight ends. So it's, yeah, again, I might, I might still talk myself into this under 39, just to have yeah. a Saturday. If back. you want to play up, if you're going to play this, play the under, play the That's under fun. and feel funny about it. So, and you know what the best part about Saturday? There's two games. New England Do you have any Indy. inclination to play a team total under on the, on the Browns? I mean, how are the Browns scoring touchdowns in this one? Kinda. Like if the Browns win this game, isn't it like nine, six? Yeah. I if it if it's like 17 and a half, that might be a look at a team total under. We'll pin that one for the end. Oh, none of these markets are open. Shit. Yeah. It's it's kind of off the board at some places. Shit. Um New England, New England Indy nightcap Saturday. I said I was gonna take some Patriots money line at plus number. I did. I hope it loses. (laughs) I have the Colts to win the AFC, and boy, would that be a much better ticket if that were to happen, especially oh, yeah. depending on depending how uh, how things go. And yes, Colts, uh, Colts could end up being the best team in the AFC and not make the playoffs. Very possible if they lose this game. Yeah, I mean, just kind of a short handicap on this. The New England defense is very good, but if they do have a weakness, it is on the ground. And it is a very, very tough battle in the trenches for them against a good offensive line. And then on the other hand, like Indy stops the run. You want to try to pull the shit you did with Buffalo? It ain't gonna work. You know, they they actually have a good run defense. They have very good linebackers. They have fast linebackers who can plug up holes. Um, so they are gonna have to rely on some it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. They're gonna have to either either the Patriots stack the box, say, Well, try to run us, you know, we'll go eight, nine in the box, try to do it. 
beat us with Pittman. We'll we'll put you know, who's who who do you think the best corner is? Jackson, <sighs> JC Jackson, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah I, you see, put Jackson on Pittman and say, all right, beat us with everybody else with Carson Wentz. Yeah. We're gonna try to take away the run. We'll put up, we'll put a shutdown guy on on Pittman. Beat us with the rest of your team and Carson Wentz. And then on the other end, like the Colts are, they don't have to change the game plan. They're good against the run. They should be able to stymie it a bit and say, beat us with your rookie quarterback. This isn't going to be a fun game to watch. So it, it, uh, Anthony Roman hits it the other way. It might be the opposite. Where what if what if they just drop back and throw it forty times and Mac never throws the ball more than like eighteen yards? Then like this that's, is that's, then this total this total is six points too low. Yeah, your best case, and it might be too low. On ultimately, uh, I haven't gotten involved with this total yet because I'm waiting on a little more information on our our boy O R O Y Mac Jones's. Uh, thumb. Yeah, he's got a thumb. He's got he's a got thumb. Uh, don't love that. Um, but uh, this could be a. I, I mean, this total is like tough to square. It should be higher. This should be a bigger number. Yeah, I'm if the Patriots, it, it's going to be a live betting spot. If the Patriots look like, oh man, they are, they are fine just trying to beat the Colts with crossing patterns and shit to the tight ends and short little out routes and they're going to dink and dunk and play a little quicker. Which yeah. is what I would do. I would, I'd run some up tempo with Mac. And I was kind of surprised. Do you see that's, the total? So the total kicked up from 43 and a half to 46 and a half and then came back down. To yeah, there's some buyback. So there was buyback. So I actually like the market may be thinking this is a fair price, in which case I, I might as well just get involved with you over now then. Yeah. If you want to take it, I'm going to right. sit it out. I have the Patriots a little. And again, like I said, hope I lose. <laughs> I hope you win because I think the Patriots with a high seed make the AFC playoffs more interesting. That's they fun. really do. That's a fun one. Um, and I think also, also I think what we talked about is real, which is the Bills may be better served on the road uh, as road warriors here. And you could set a see a scenario where the Bills as road warriors. Oh, I mean, what if God? Can you imagine if your three wild card teams in the AFC are Chiefs, Bills, Colts? Like what a freaking what if murderers row? Like those guys are gonna have to go on the what road. A night, nightmare for a division winner. They, yeah, and they well they could be those could be your top three odds on you know or you know top three odds at the top of the market to win the AFC, and they could be your five six seven seed, um, which is not wild. Not I mean it's not not impossible. And, couple uh, couple looks in the chat here before we move to Sunday. This this is a nice price. <laughs> Anything under like. It's this is probably yeah, that's a, 60, a 60%, you know, kind of thing. And Pat's in a teaser, don't hate that at all. Despite mm-hmm. saying the points yeah. might be a little more flowing than the total thinks, mm-hmm. this is a gorgeous, gorgeous teaser. Papa Calls has the New England Las Vegas teaser, the Randy Moss connection there. Oh. Um, oh, nice. yeah. He also played for the Vikings at some point. I'm wearing purple today. Allegedly. Allegedly. Washington. Nobody remembers that. Washington at Philly. Mm. Starting off our Sunday. Saturday. Sunday. 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 This is uh, this is a weird game, too. So you've got the quarterbacks who are injured. We saw Minshew Mania. It sounds like, it sounds like Hurts and Minshew are splitting reps at this point in the week. 
So that's a pain in the ass. So, I mean, I'm probably just not going to bet this game. It's been a, so the the storyline all year has been Washington secondary is bad. They've played better though. It has been a better defense. It's been weird that it's been better with Chase Young out. It doesn't make much sense. Philly has like nine running backs. It doesn't matter. I mean, the Philly is just doing the New England thing where they have all these different running backs. doesn't matter who it is. They're all getting a real pain in the ass for fantasy players. They're all getting touchdowns. Hurts when he's healthy is great. And now you got Scary Terry concussed and some problems in the Washington locker room with injuries slash everything else. I think yeah, a couple of them are COVIDs. And Eagles are out to seven here. I have no interest in taking the Eagles at a seven. I hope they win. Again, we have some Washington team total or regular season win unders. And I am not interested in this game. This total feels probably right. Like the Washington offense will see what they can muster. If anything, I'd lean under. And Eagles win, but maybe don't cover. I don't. Really? I don't have a tough look here. What does I mean, that did, score did you get an action? Like th- what does that scoreline look like then? Like 23 23-20. You know, maybe they do cover. I guess, and what the words I just said. Because <laughs> uh, one of the, I was going to bring this up as a potential um, SPP uh, Philly team total over. Because I mean, the COVID stuff has hit Washington in the defensive line in the defensive trenches yeah. and Philly's offensive line just be able is to run for like good. six yards to carry man they should <laughs> they should this shouldn't come down to uh them getting it done through the air they should be able to not punt in this game if they don't want to yeah. um Jonathan Allen out Casey Tuhill out man Matt Ioannidis out Tim Settle out James Smith Williams out that believes your defensive line Montez Sweat out Chase Young of course on IR Jalen Jelks on IR they basically have four healthy players on D-line Deron Payne Boon me Rotimi yeah I, I wasn't gonna Shaka Tony and Shaka. Daniel Wise those are your four healthy bodies on the D line. I don't think they're getting generating much pressure with that unit there. And yeah, I mean, you know, they their linebackers are decent, um, but they're missing some bodies there too. Yeah. <laughs> no David Mayo, no no Eifler. Yeah. yeah, Philly. I think I think Philly pushes them around up front. I worry about because they they were squirrely in garbage time. They were tempting to, you know, at a certain point, and the Dak pick six was big. I mean, it would have it would have been a lot different if they'd uh, extended that drive. They'd have probably won by fourteen, but it got squirrely there in garbage time. And um, sounds like Heineke goes. I don't think it matters who goes for quarterback. If the Eagles Minshew's fine as a backup, hurts if he's healthy. If that foot's good and he's running, that's uh that's, that's even more likely. That's a yeah. problem. That's that a problem. That gets away. This gets away team, for Washington. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if I love a lot of points in this game though. We'll we'll pin that one too. All right, let's come back to that. Yeah, and right. And Femi's asking, is it Hurts or Minshew? They both took reps today. We yeah, really I really don't know. Don't know. <laughs> right, and I is the what's the backup quarterback situation for uh, Washington? Because Heineke came Allen, out. So Allen is Allen's, on the COVID list. Allen's Allen's out. Yeah, so they, they signed somebody off the out. practice squad. Oh, did they? I like, haven't some seen Hawaiian who named who guy, is it? man. I oh, don't okay. know. Not a guy you like it, of, it's though. a name that had like apostrophes in it. Okay. That's all I can tell you. So. <laughs> okay. So we may be in a Kendall Hinton situation if Heineke gets popped. 
I, I think they have quarterbacks, but they're like practice squad guys. What happened to Heineke that he came out of that Dallas game? Do you remember? Oh, it, Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer is yeah, he's on the squad too. Uh, Pat, Pat Shermer's Shermer. kid. I can't think of his name. Uh, RG three needs to come out of retirement. Yeah, Pat Shermer's kid, and then the the Hawaiian named guy. I'm just excited to see. Uh, uh, I'm just excited to see some of these. Uh, some, like a punter take a snap here. Jordan Tamu. Jordan Tamu. Okay. Tamu. Uh, I want to see Tress Way behind center. Speaking of practice squad quality quarterbacks, Cam Newton once again didn't play the whole game. Mm-hmm. And is this one of those things where you look at the coin flip? If Carolina gets the ball, you wait till them to go down and score and then bet the Bills minus six because like <sighs> those first drives are looking so good for Carolina and then the rest of the game is just fucking rough. Darnold is activated but there's not sounding like it's going to be it's not going to be a couple weeks yet before he can play. He he's he's uh yeah. Sam not going uh, to be here anymore. Not going to be here anymore. So like no. Darnold no. Darnold it's sounding it like he's at least a week or two away. So it's going to be the same kind of mix you got last week. The Bills minus 10 and a half. I mean, you, you want to lay this, lay it. You want to tease it, tease it. Do you want Bills team total? Sure. Uh, the coaching staff, the coaching staff for the Bills worries me right now. Their brain is Yeah, what's broken. going on there? I don't know. Like uh, against the Patriots, it was like, hey, oh, look what you could do. You could just throw the ball every down and beat them. You have the skill. There's there's too many people to cover. It doesn't matter how good these corners are. You have too many weapons, and Josh Allen can whip it through this wind. It was working, and then they, they still tried minus EV plays. Like, it, it's just like the coaching broke on them. So hmm. hopefully it was a bit of a get-right spot last you know last time out, and this is a nice, this is a nice slump buster here. And yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, no play for me here. Panthers. Uh, I don't know how they're scoring here. Honestly, like I don't, I don't love anything we've seen. I just joked that they might score on the first one, the first drive. I don't, how are they going to cover digs? Even against good teams, he's just uncoverable. Um, the pass rush hasn't been great. The bills struggled last week to keep Allen up. He was a boot. Sounds like the boots off and he's going to be okay, but this is just a way easier task for this bills offensive line, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I blame coaching for that, that other game. This is, this is like your get right spot. Hmm. This is the get right spot for the bills defense, but I don't know if this is the get right spot for the bills offense. And I guess a part of me thinks or is hopeful that this is not their get right spot for that offense. Cause I'm curious what you think the market's going to open up for Pat's bills rematch next week. It's going to be in new England. Pats are coming off of this, you know, Saturday nighter. Let's say the Bills win this one, I don't know, 27 to 13. Comfortable cover. What uh, what kind of number do we see open for uh, uh, Pats Bills? God, they didn't hang any lookouts, huh? Huh? We're in the blind. You're muted. Sorry, I hit the I hit the mute there. Um, field goal, like it's still a field goal. Okay. I, I think it's two and a half, three, and it's going to get Pat's money either way. So two and a yeah, half, and three, four. Who? The Patriots. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Favored by two and a half or three. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then yeah, Dan, producer Dan brought up a good point. It's just the way all these games hash out. Like if Indy gets this done, if you want to bet on Indy, you might as well take some bills to win the East because if things hash out and they beat uh, and they end up tied, which is basically the bills, all the other games falling pretty much how they should based on being high win probabilities for one side. If the bills beat the Patriots and the Patriots were to lose this week, the tiebreaker almost certainly is going to go to the bills to win this division, which is wild at this point, but the way, the way the schedules hash out, if you want to bet on the Colts to win this game this week, you should probably take a little bills to win the division because it's a nice number. Realistically, the Patriots have two games that are 50 50. They could lose this week and next week. The bills have one game remaining. That's 50 50 to lose. It's against the Patriots. Yeah. They're going to win all, everyone else wins out. So there's basically a 25% chance that the Bills win the East, 75% chance that the Patriots win the East. And if the Patriots win the East with one loss from here, so, and yeah, this is what we're saying. Yeah, Patriots Uh, probably not. mm. It's probably a wash. It'll it'll be a wash. It'd be one and one in the second tiebreakers division record tiebreaker. And that game against Miami looms looms large because it will matter. matter. It's funny. Well, that their final game there. against Miami is not going to be an easy cakewalk either. Miami's playing a hell of a lot better. Miami, yeah, Miami is still on a winning streak. They didn't play last week. We'll get to that one next. Okay. All right. What do you think of this Miami Jets matchup we have seen? Uh, I think the Dolphins I, win this one. I think they do too. Uh, like this opened this up like, what, seven? And it got bet out to 10. Um, yeah. And it was aggressive. Uh, I was not following this game. I was not following player news. Is this line move because something happened to some important jet? Assuming that there is one, there are no important jets. Only, so why did this? Small. Why did this go? Because Miami was on by last week. Why? Why did this move three points? Uh, I don't know. Limits were still not that high. I mean, okay. I suppose they're higher than look ahead limits just by the fact that they're up at more places and people hit it. I, they probably just haven't taken any Jets money. I'll have mm. to talk to somebody about this. I this is a game I have the least to say on. Okay. I don't have a ton to to look at here. Miami, yeah, still on a winning streak. Waddle's been great, and Zach Wilson clearly the worst in his quarterback class. Mm-hmm. And this is a team that's been playing well. The Waddle Tua connection's been fun. Um, they're playing better on defense. It's not been this thing where they need weird things to happen on defense and special teams to win games like the other year. It's a team that's playing with a little bit of cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's a team that's definitely still alive for the playoffs oh, yeah. just because everybody is again. So uh, um, no, quick, no, not touching nothing, this one n- nothing, at all. No, yeah, no, no interest in this one either. Um, given a redo, you taking uh, Zach Wilson or Davis Mills to build your franchise around? Damn it! I might take Davis Mills. <laughs> Davis Mills. <laughs> we'll get. I want to. I'm going to save my Davis Mills takes for when we okay. get to Davis Mills because I might okay. bet that game. All right. But yeah, no, no play here. If anybody has a, somebody put a hot take for this game in the chat, and I will put it on screen as we move on to the Dallas game. Yeah, that's that's so funny. Somebody brought up though that there was COVID in the uh, running back room for Miami, but that actually probably helps the that maybe that's why the line the ball more. people are like, oh, they're going to throw the ball more, so we can actually lay the points here. Um, okay, the yeah, Gaskin, Lindsey, and Ahmed all out. This is Ahmed Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson show. 
Um, although really, if that means more touches for Waddle, Parker, Wilson, Gasecki, hallelujah, because those guys rock and they should be getting more touches. So Dallas Giants, 10 point, another 10 pointer in division, uh, second straight divisional matchup where the New York based football team finds themselves a 10, double digit dog. Great football coming out of the New York metropolitan area. Absolutely. Uh, just a sight to see, uh, you know, the the capital of the NFL is putting these two teams out on the fields as double-digit dogs week in, week out in division. Um, this is a warranted price. I have no yeah. love for the Giants here. Honestly. Double New York fade teaser. Well, Giants what do you do? Team total under. Like, if you're the Giants, what are you, what, what, I, like, are you pushing Daniel Jones back out on the no. field if he's not 100%? No. Like Why would that, you, right? And that's the thing, too. The Giants have COVID slash injury, especially um, the defense. Going to be, I mean, it was Cam Brown, Aaron Robinson, Xavier McKinney, uh, the, uh, one more linebacker with a weird name that I can never say. And then Tony and Ross still, and the quarterback. So the Giants are in really, really rough shape for, I mean, just already a bad team. And they're, really getting struck and it you know obviously pollard is still dinged up and that stinks smith didn't practice so the offensive smith line is out be, i think yeah he i i'm that's going worth like, keeping an eye on i'm like 90 percent he's out he could surprise me but i'm not 100 percent on on smith being out but i mean the cowboys look good for the first half last week and this is probably like uh if the cowboys decide to play like they played with the lead last week I don't think the Giants have the starch to get back in the game. This is probably like a second half under look for me in this one. Hmm. A lot of the country is going to be getting this game in the morning. I know. <laughs> have fun with that. Uh, do you, are you, I guess, are you, what's your current temperature on Dak Prescott? I think he's still kind of hurting. He's having he, some, got you know, a little bit of. That, that pick six was rough. Yeah, he needs to get himself right because the NFC playoffs are going to be something. Um, there's this is obviously a December game in the Meadowlands, which means wind will be a factor. Uh, oh, Jerome Boger, Bog- okay. Boger so game those are complicating factors. So instead of oh yeah, you have Boger for the over and you have wind for the under. So stay away from the total. Okay, let's keep moving. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, sh- down in sh- uh, Crab Country. Baltimore, Natty Bowes and Joe Flacco's. He's one of those games that looked great on paper a week ago, and all of a sudden is one that I don't have a lot to say about because who the hell is going to be quarterback for Baltimore? And (sighs) Jordan Love, Jordan Love also has the. I think he's he's got the Rona. Oh, Dell, really? Oh, that's not great. So we're going to have to throw a nine-toed Aaron Rodgers out there. Yeah, I think he's fine. I think he's hamming. I think he's seriously playing it up for the media. He's kind of a putz, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he's a great. He's a great quarterback. Yeah, but he's a. Putz. I don't. I didn't see the Jordan Love run. He's a bell end. Um, <laughs> he's a he's a muppet, as Andy said on Tuesday. That I got a good yeah, belly laugh a out. Bell end. I love using muppet. I love British. <laughs> the muppet. Uh, Jair Alexander practice today. David Bakhtiari and Zadaria Smith. Did oh. Not. Oh. Um, and you know what? This defense, if if I want to take anything away from the first half, they struggled with Justin Fields running the ball a little. 
They did. Tosser. Tosser's another great one, HL. But yeah. Then you say on the but Lamar has a bad ankle. Can he run? But then you say, what if it's just Tyler Huntley? Like, I think Tyler Huntley healthy is an upgrade from a Lamar Jackson. If you knew ahead of time, like, hey, he won't take off and run today. Like you can say ahead of time, I can guarantee you because I have a crystal ball and a magic eight ball or whatever, he's not going to take off and run. He's not going to scamper. We're not going to do designed runs. I would take Tyler Huntley over that Lamar Jackson right now because Lamar's throwing is just so um, all over the place. And then also, if you have a hurt leg, planting and stepping around the pocket is not easy as well. So this is this is a game where I don't, I don't know how you make a case for the Ravens. I don't and again, it. this is the one you you goaded me into betting the Packers minus two. So I have the Packers minus two. So I don't Good know work, what, man. I okay, so take on it. let's talk then a little bit more about this actual handicap. Packers are a little scary if you're anyone else in the NFC because they have the wins to put them in division in in contention for the one. They have a somewhat soft schedule down the home stretch. This is obviously a, a meaningful test. It's not short to change the rated Ravens, but obviously the Ravens looked a lot tougher on paper preseason than they are in their current form. Um, and the Packers are getting healthy. Like a lot, they were missing huge swaths of guys early in the season, particularly on defense. And now they've backfilled well, they've held the line, and they're now getting bodies back who are fresh. Um, this Packers team is going to be a very, very, very tough out in the playoffs. And if the NFL playoffs go through Green Bay, that much tougher because every other team in contention in the NFC is a warm weather team or a dome team. And so they will have a, a decent, you know, kind of situational edge in every single home playoff game in Lambeau, which may just be the two. <laughs> so uh, it's, you know, this is a this is a big high leverage game for the Packers and really like the Packers, I think they are one of these teams that, you know, under the floor, they've always kind of been the arc team. Like they've always tried to kind of improve and peak towards the end of the season uh, when the weather's in their favor, when the, uh, uh, you know, the, the crowd is is really loving the cold in, in Lambeau. And um, it's, uh, I, you know, I, I, this is your, if you, every other team in the NFC hoping the hell that Packers somehow struggle and lose this game. But I just don't see it happening. Tyler Huntley. Lamar Jackson doesn't especially matter, in my opinion, for this particular mm -hmm. matchup, considering the fact that the Ravens offensive line cannot pass protect. They can't. They can't. And the Ravens defense now has replacement level players all freaking over the place, particularly in the secondary. Um, the Marlon Humphrey injury. Yeah, the, big, the cornerback Mayfield took advantage of it for sucks. a half. And Baker Mayfield, um, a hurt Baker Mayfield is a long way from a yeah. Aaron Rodgers, even with a you know nine-toed Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Ro Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams win someone their fantasy playoff game this weekend, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. In so, fact, what's the Packers team total over? It would be 22.75 or 21.75 plus half of five and a half. That sounds too low. Five-ish. All right, Packers team total over. 24 and a half. Where are you seeing 24 and a half? In the chat. Ah, the half just said it. Mm. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know. He probably if it's 23, because I because I was trying to do the math in my head, and it, this, game, this game looks like a... 27-16. Yeah. Final score. 
Let's put it in All the right. queue. <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's chew on that one. Let's okay. chew on that one. Packers team total over. Let's chew on it. Um, nothing about the Packers offense looks stoppable in this contest. No. Um, yeah, if we get second half versus the Bears, Roger, it's, it's going to be an issue. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Oof, there's a game. This is a game. Steelers. Uh, go look at go look at Big Ben's score, uh, whatever you want to call it, box score from last week. It was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then you realize, like, all of that was in garbage time. Like, they were getting the shit kicked out of them, and Minnesota did the Minnesota thing. If you go look at that Thursday game, like, Big Ben didn't have a good game. They just – they put the pedal down there, down by four scores, and and it ended up getting a bunch of garbage points. Like, again, it's – it's not a tough defense you're playing again this week, but Pittsburgh's defense is really taking a step down. It sounded like you made it sound like Watt was trending in. I think if he, he is, yeah. If he is out, I don't know how in the world we don't bet like a Titans team total over 20, 21 or 21 and a half here. Yeah, Titans team total is 20 and a half. Did you see the holes that Dalvin Cook was running through? Yes, I did. <laughs> that was mentioned a couple times on the yeah. on the uh, broadcast. It was embarrassing how big those holes were, and I'm sure they worked on that in practice. But it, it, again, we we've seen a big drop off in this pass rush or this rushing attack. Excuse me, but man, I don't know if it matters who's back there. And this offense, I mean, Dante line, Foreman has a pulse. Yeah, they, there's a couple. McNichols and Foreman can if they can open up holes like that. I mean, they can put they can put pop of calls from the chat back there. I was thinking about just yeah. playing this over period. Yeah. I think and not only that, like what if we get a similar game? Because Tennessee Titans defense is not as good as they look on paper. That's fair. And if it's the same game script, oh yeah, shit, shit, man. Either one of these teams gets you know the 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 over is a sweat if this is a close contest. <laughs> like, you know, oh yeah, let's, ex- let's exchange some field position here. Let's move the trenches back and forth. Um, if this is a uh, uh, a big play spectacle like what we saw on Thursday night with the Steelers, uh, this is this total is wildly low. So forty one and a half feels way depressed, and I don't really get it. Um, if you're going to look at the last couple results of, for the Tennessee Titans defense against some teams that absolutely uh do not have a pulse on offense and tell me that that is indicative of how good that unit is i have a some beachfront property in arizona to sell you is that the saying uh, whatever so. whatever the nice case is clear. oh beautiful this time of year um warmer than here man it's fucking steelers steelers second half team total over 10.5 that's my bet and you know what else Steelers can't afford to lose this game. So if the market is right and the Titans ought to be favored, then you're going to get some shenanigans like going for going for it deep in their own yeah. territory. Um, you know, YOLO ball from Ben, uh, maybe a pick six here or there. Um, so it's uh this is an over spot for me. I haven't played it yet. I haven't played a lot yet this week, but this is an overlook for me. 41 and a half is it's too. A little low. I trust you there. Yeah. Um, Houston at Jacksonville. This is a game that's happening. Like I said, I watched some Davis Mills. I watched some Davis Mills highlights. I think Davis Mills is playing better than Zach Wilson right now. Davis Mills 
in a couple of those, and granted it was highlights, so I didn't see his low lights. I should watch the whole game. Boy, howdy. Yes, this is a this is a good case here. Should Urban Meyer be favored by four, minus four by against any NFL team? The Texans are a bad team. Davis Mills, when he he had that nice rollout for the touchdown in the court of the end zone, like it, it's what we talk about when we talked about Burrow last year and this year. It's what we talk about when we talk about Mac Jones, despite not putting up big old you know stat lines every week. The poise, the poise is so important for a young quarterback. Like yes, it is. making Surely. his reads, making his everything. adjustments at the line and not looking like the moment's too big. And I think a big part of it is probably Game slowing down expectations. Like, a, yeah, that's a like good it, it's a it's a lot easier to just go out there and be like, fuck, we suck. I don't have to like, I don't have all this pressure on me to win. I just got to go out there and do what I've always done. Maybe he just has a better mental state than you know it's got to be unnerving to be drafted that high after playing out in mormon country go to the new york media like i i feel for zach wilson that's a that's a big jump to go face the freaking new york media after you know playing basically you know it wasn't power five football he had it a lot easier out there plus they were winning all the time Mm -hmm. so yeah, maybe maybe that's part of it. It's just the the pressure isn't on. And again, I'm not saying Davis Mills is like going to have this good career, but I'd take him over Trevor right now. Trevor threw one that got tipped last week, and that wasn't his fault. But the other three interceptions were horrid. This team beat this team earlier in the Whoa. year. Did you say you would take Davis Mills over Trevor Lawrence? For no, no, not long term. No, like, not like not like long term. Right now, oh, if you, if you oh, made me pick a quarterback like, to play, oh, we're gonna go. It's two two and eleven teams. One I need game. one quarterback to go win this game. You one have more confidence right in Davis Mills coming in and winning this game than you have in Trevor Lawrence this moment. Especially if he's coached by okay. the okay. Jacksonville coaching staff. Okay. I think that's a big thing. You too. confused me there for a second. Oh God, no. Was, like, no, no, no. That's long, a long that's a hot take. Long term, the ceiling for Trevor is up here, and Davis is not. But right so, now, one game—if you made me pick one—and this might suck. This is going to blow up in my face when he looks bad. Uh, but I'm tempted by this three and a half, and I might take it. Okay. Okay. I know some sharp people that bet the Texans this week. Yeah, and that's all I have to say about him. the market. Looked like it was manu- it was kind of maneuvered a little. Did you see that? Yeah. Somebody maneuvered this to get a four for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think if you like the three and a half, you like the money line too. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, some of the sharper places aren't going to give you – they're going to make you lay big juice for three and a half, so you might as well just get involved with the money line, I suppose. Yeah, I'd probably um, sell down to a three or take a money line. This is – by the way, this is the game that will get the smallest footprint in terms of – uh nationwide broadcast over the balance of the weekend uh, only being broadcast in the houston and jacksonville metropolitan areas um so they send andrew catalan and james lofton to jacksonville to cover this one cbs so let's move to the afternoon wait no is there oh no this is still the morning uh, it is somehow they 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 Move some of these around, so it's later in the rotation number. But this Gus is... Johnson and Akib Talib heading to yeah, Detroit they're... to cover this one. That's not a bad. That's not a bad. Uh, I might find that on the streams for sure. Yeah. So yeah, the the Cardinals tough tough loss against a team who does that sort of thing and 
can get back on the back of the old horse. Nice win by you. Nice win by us in the second half. Cardinals are clearly much better mm. than the Lions. The only question is by how much and are the Lions still in that dead spot where, you know, they they uh, got their win and, you know, just nasty letdown spot for them. Like, how long does that last? You know, is that is that a multi-week thing? It might be. Getting back home helps, but getting back home and facing this team sucks. That said, Hopkins, done for the year. Maybe not for the playoffs, but done for the regular season. Yeah. There's still too many receivers to cover here. <laughs> like, have fun with for this. For Detroit, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. And and Hawkinson and Swift didn't practice today. So, I mean, what, what are you going to do? You gonna you gonna take the points here? Have fun with that. Maybe no. take take the points when it's like plus thirty at some point. I would, I would. Uh... Oof, oof. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I don't have anything else really to add. Thirteen and a half is an awful lot for a team that's still morning. trying hard. Um, or you got snow nato in your neck of the woods? It's like sixty five degrees here. Oh, what? Oh, it was so warm today. All the snow, all the snow, like, well, this afternoon it was, but like all the snow that we got is like gone and it was hot. Now it's raining and there's a tornado apparently around me. I'll check. Oof. If I get tornadoed live on air, give us a thumbs up in the YouTube chat. <laughs> I need that. There's a lot of that going but around. I just get so sucked out of the Don't get tornadoes. Um, for the record, Deep Dive as a brand does not support making your workers work through tornado warnings. If you need to go, you go. I don't have a basement here. Although it's unsafe to be driving around in a tornado. So oh, I'll be safe pissed. Thing, I just bought a truck. If that gets do tornadoed. Thing, Andy. Yeah, no, I'll be safe. I'll just get under this table. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I got nothing to say about Detroit. Yeah, nothing to say Arizona. Uh, Let's get to a much better game. Yeah. <laughs> no, I played this one, actually. I have no. some interest here. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And for the life of me, I cannot make this anything but seven. Every which way I try to come up with a fair price here, I'm at seven. Uh, and so the fact that you're going to get me past the two-point conversion even to give me a nine-point game here with the Falcons uh, was enough to get me involved. Ultimately, oh, I don't I think the Falcons we bet this win on this game. Um, but uh, I do think this is more competitive than the market currently believes. Falcons ain't dead yet, man. They're going to have some tough questions about how they come up with ways to cover the various weapons that the Niners are going to have out on the field. But the Niners, for what it's worth, have not played especially well in the, at the field of jeans. Their home field advantage has not really been present. And I'm not sure you can give them a two or three point bump here beyond just uh, you know what the uh, you know what the power number difference would tell you between these two teams. Are the Niners a, re- a bona fide playoff team? In my opinion, yes. Are they like okay? So we'll talk about the Rams in a second. Write the Rams in the five seed. You can put that in pen. Write the Niners in the six seed. You can put that in very indelible pencil. Like you what know, about that erasable pen. Yeah, or raceable pen, sure. Um the six seed works. the six seed is the Niners to um the six seed is the Niners to lose, in my opinion. And I think they ultimately win this game. Um and uh, you know, when they were at eight and a half or seven, I was eyeing them as a potential teaser like. Um, but ultimately I think the Falcons defense has enough players and is playing up 
in a way that uh, they're going to be feisty in this contest. And uh, I don't know that they have a great matchup on the Niners' defensive side of the ball for what Kyle Pitts and Justin Gage were doing last week um, against the Carolina Panthers. And Matt Ryan playing with a little bit of confidence. Pass, pass pro has been decent. Um, I think the Niners uh, are going to be are going to have their hands full this Sunday. And yes, um, Matt Ryan fucks Kyle Shanahan out of a win. That's the thing <laughs> that's happened. <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, I'm on this too from Sunday. We just kind of said we didn't. It doesn't feel good, but boy, it's it's too many points. Like I'm, yeah, I'm I'm down around a touchdown, a little less. Like I updated everything. I'm at like six point six, so I'm way off market here, which doesn't usually happen this late in the season. But again, like the the eight and the nine, not that important. So I'm just on the other side of the touchdown from this, and this is drifting out to the point where I might take a little more. But yeah, I, I like this spot here. The Niners, Jimmy G has been hard to figure out because he made some nice throws last week. He looked good in overtime, but then you have these moments where like the entire world's like, why are we playing Trey? It's like, yeah, man, that was rough. He, he yeah, he, he throws a call. He'll throw a couple air mails in there. He did it against the Seahawks that lost 30 to 23 a couple weeks ago. He did it. Uh, what were some of the other games? He's done it. He, he is, he has had some moments where he's lost his composure a bit. Uh, and ultimately George Kittle was the reason that they beat the, not the, you know, the Bengals, in my opinion, more so than Jimmy G. Kittle's a freaking man. Falcons don't match up great against him. <laughs> so uh, it should, you know, I think Niners get a win, but ultimately I think it's a competitive game. Um, I tell you what, can you, you, you keep talking here. I'm legitimately going to go walk outside and look. Just peek at the, what's going on. Well, there's like sirens now. I feel like not car sirens or like, like tornado sirens. Mm. BRB, LOL. Okay. I will set the table here for the Cincinnati Bungles at the Denver Broncos. Uh, we talked a little bit about this um, on the Sunday podcast. I could not wrap my brain around how the Bungles flipped from a look-ahead favorite of three uh, to a meaningful dog on the basis of the results that we got over the weekend. Bungles really did not uh, look bad in their loss to the Niners. They just got, you know, they could have make a key stop when they needed to. Um, the Broncos, on the other hand, beat the brains in, beat the Lions brains in, which, you know, that'll happen when you're playing a team that just won their first game of the season and it's weeks 15 or whatever. Like, I don't give the Broncos a ton of credit for a win last week. And realistically, like, we've seen this all before. As you look up and down the schedule for the Denver Broncos this season, it is like, oh, look at that. They just beat the Giants, Jaguars, and Jets by a billion. <laughs> uh, let's make them favorites against the Ravens. Oh, they lose. Like, oh, yeah, they just beat the Detroit Lions by 28. Let's make them favorites against the Bengals. Like, this I, this is like deja vu all over again here where we're believing in the Broncos to be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a good team enough to make them a favorite, and I'm just not seeing it. Um I think the Cincinnati Bengals have kind of a nice balanced attack in terms of what they can do with Mixon, what they can do through the air. And I think the uh, Broncos defense, while it's very, very good, is mostly just on the, on the pass uh, defensive side of things. And realistically, if um, 
if Joe Mixon is getting it going on the ground, taking a little bit of the pressure off of Joe Burrow, uh, and then Burrow's dealing in the red zone, uh, Cincinnati's going to be tough to stop here. And Cincinnati is a team that I think we have a very decent understanding and read on. They are incredible when they're playing with the lead. Incredible. In fact, that's probably like if you give up a lead to these Bengals, call it a net, call it a day. Like they're going to continue to hang points on you and they're going to run away from you. Uh, this team does not play well from behind. Uh, they can do it, but they don't play very well from behind. Um, and so I think it, this is, you know, this, this particular matchup comes down to can the Bengals get their feet, you know, can they get some momentum going early here? Um, can they put some points on the board in the first half of this one? Uh, and then play downhill in the second half. And my answer to those questions is yes. So I've played the Bengals here. Uh, I like them on the money line. I like them to win. This is obviously an elimination game for both teams. Neither team at seven and seven has much of a hope of getting a wild card spot. I think the best you can hope this year in the AFC is that you steal a wild card seed with six losses. The best that you can do is fall in love. I wasn't listening all that close. I was checking the weather. There's like tor the tornado sirens went off. What's going on? I don't on? think it's. I don't think it's coming for me though. I can. Mm. I feel safe here. And what else am I going to do? I'm in a strip mall. Um, either way, I, I agree. Melvin Gordon practiced. Um, if there is anybody you can take away Higgins, Chase, and everything else, it's a good secondary unit. But it's been such an up-and-down team. I tend to agree that I wouldn't lay the points with either team here. Yeah, okay. I would, uh, I'm, 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 fine with, uh, I'm fine with what you're doing, and I probably love your side as a, as teaser, a right? teaser. Yes. It is a really, really solid, really, really solid teaser leg. Um, and, yeah, that, like Burrow, Burrow looked good for good chunks of the game, and it was just uh, – you don't expect uh, you don't expect the Niners to outdo. I, I really did not expect the Niners to win in overtime. Mm -mm. I had very mm -hmm. low expectations for them, and I didn't have a bat. I just went like watching parts of that game, and then watching them go into overtime during the show. It's like fuck, they're done. Like, this is over. Yeah. So yeah, yeah playoff game for sure. Yeah. Having seven losses isn't going to help when uh, several other teams are likely to get their you know eighth win here. Um, yeah, probably, probably in agree. I'm not as strong of a feel on this one. If, uh, if the Broncos can run the ball, I think they will be all right. Teddy, take him or leave him. Teddy covers is Teddy covers, but I don't know if, uh, I don't know if that's going to be a thing forever. I think maybe, maybe that, maybe those days are behind us. Cause this team has kind of been figured out some of these games and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a pass or a tease. How in the blue fuck do the Pacers not get off a shot with 21 <laughs> seconds left in the second quarter? They get the rebound. There's 21 seconds. I'm not watching the game, so I'm like, absolutely, God, get the score at the play-by-play. -play. Get off a shot, you clowns. What the fuck? Um, all right. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's go, Bungles. Um, Bungle, actually... Well, before we move on from Bungles, we've talked about every uh, other a AFC North team. Uh, which of them gets the four seed, in your opinion? If Lamar gets healthy. Yeah. 
I, I think probably the upper leg there, despite all the injuries, man. Uh, Bengals win this game. That's a really big step towards that. Bengals to win this division would be wild. I, don't, I have no idea, man. Uh, when's When is Lamar getting right? I don't know. We'll see what that ankle looks like. You think? Because, like, the Ravens signed him. They signed a, another quarterback off their practice Yeah, that squad, doesn't right? seem good. That's never good. That's never good. That's fine. Although yeah, that, maybe they, they just want to back up it's in case. really hard because all these games are, you know, closely lined where, and if the Packers take care of business and the Bengals get this win, which they're very live to, that is a that is a big problem for that division standings. And it turns into a big old mess. Okay. Because the reason also, I asked you when does Lamar get right is because uh, – Next week is Bengals Ravens. Yeah, in Cincy. Look ahead. That's right. That's where I wonder if they if they punt it this week and say we just have to beat the Bengals next week. Let's get them <laughs> healthy for that. Well, considering how well they matched up the first time, I get why they would do that. They can obviously afford to drop a game because they could definitely win that one. The Bengals beat them a million to, to three last time. Um, the so, uh, Look luck, headline, luckily, by the this way. Uh, look headline, by the way, Cincinnati minus two and a half. Look ahead total in that game, 44 and a half. That look ahead total is too low. We've Bengals, got, Ravens over 44 and a half. Next week's going to be a bet if that even like comes that. close to the opening number. Anyway, we've got radar indicated rotation now. Uh, that means there's a tornado here. RIR, luckily, it is 10, 10, 12 miles south of me. Okay. But that is where my house is. So, oh boy, how's the Hopefully family? That it, yeah, I don't know. What, the wife's on uh, the wife's on tornado. Look, it looks like it's past that or now. Like where it is is hitting some other people now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's just one of those things where it stays up high, doesn't touch down. We get a lot of this here too. Okay. You know, the worst part about my house doesn't have a basement. It's an mm-hmm. old barn that mm-hmm. they just converted into a house. So, like, a, I don't know where I'd go. I'd go lay in the culvert under the driveway, I suppose. Um, anyway, Bengals is a teaser. Stay safe out there, everyone. Okay. And let's talk about taking a sea dog chickens. in the NFC West. The sea chickens. This you number's have the stomach. Do you have the stomach? I already did it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this one's. This would one's... you, let's say you didn't. Would I take four and a half? Would you still take this? Yes. Because it's the NFC West and it's a dog. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think I would. Um, I mean, the Rams, like, let's not make, let's, let's, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's re, let's reframe the Rams a second. Rams win this game. They still have a 10% chance to win the NFC West. Mm -hmm. Their their chances this moment are about 10% to win the NFC West. Okay. The Cardinals are beating the Lions. Let's not fuck around. Okay. We'll just call call it. That means as this game kicks off, the Rams' chances to win the NFC West will be about 10%. (laughs) And realistically, they're coming off a huge win. Emotional high. We finally got something good done against a team that's excellent. Um, And realistically, this is a decent letdown spot for the Rams against a team that plays them freaking tough every single time without the, without the <laughs> injury to, um, yeah, I mean, this, this is, is a it. Classic. This is the whole, it's a classic. It is a classic. He has, he has them like every six weeks now. It's yeah. become more, more, uh, um, 
frequent later in his career, but I mean, it's, it's a better team, but yeah, but you know, this, this game was competitive until uh, Wilson broke his finger and it was the Geno Smith show against the Rams in Seattle and on Thursday, all those years ago. Um, but I would say, yeah, I would say that the fair price here is probably three and a half considering who's going to be available for the Rams. Um, I have no inside information that there are additional Rams COVID cases coming. Um, but you have to lean the long tail doesn't go the other way. No, because they took a couple guys with them to Arizona on the plane and then found out they had COVID. And when you, you know, have guys that close contact, that sort of thing happens. Um, Ramsey may be back for all I can tell you. I have no clue. Um, it's worth noting that Aaron Donald is playing like a God and that that is scary (laughs) as a Russell Wilson supporter in this one. Um, this could be a game where the Rams, uh, effectively, you know, dictate a lot of the action. Um, do you remember how the Rams Seahawks split last year? I know that they played in the, in the playoffs and the Rams did very well in that spot, but do you remember how these two teams split in the regular season last year? I'm trying to think of the second game. I think I know they split, but I don't remember what happened. I have much more vivid memories of Seahawks 49ers games for some reason. Those games are always wild. They're but, always uh, very memorable. Yeah, we did. Uh, did you get a seven here? I had to go check my ticket. Yeah. I, yeah. So I guess kudos to us for getting a good number when this they lose by 30. But uh, yeah, first time around last year in the split, early in the season, week 10, the Rams win 23 16. Late in the season, week 16, the Seahawks won 22-9. So it was a uh, and that was actually the game that won the That's true. Seahawks the West ultimately. So I mean yeah, just I'm a seven, yeah. If if you didn't get involved yet, I don't know how you could take the Rams unless you have some insider information about people that are gonna be coming off the list. There's their their list is messy. Wilson still isn't right. Um you know what? The running game for Seattle, they've been trying to do it for what since since Beast Mode left. They've been trying mm-hmm. to get it figured out. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked okay last week. Yeah, it kind of like, did. Like did. If, if uh, you know if there's some pieces missing there, or they are able to just get that run blocking scheme working again, Seattle might be able to run, which they need because I, I hate to be like, oh, you have to balance offense, but like they don't have. A team they're, that can just yeah. throw 80% of the time. And Wilson's also, still quite, and, yeah, quite and right. they're going to do it anyway. So at least it might as well be good plays on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to do that, it that, anyway. <laughs> oh, I couldn't have said that better. That's so perfect. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're going to run. They could have, you know, the, the running back could have two broken legs and they're like, oh, we'll give it to him. We'll see what he's got. Anyway, let's, let's yeah, kick so the tires on him. You know, yeah, I like we his need rushing attempts week. plus completions, and we're not going to get yeah. you know we're not going to get our sixty completions or whatever. That's way too many to ask. Whatever. So yeah, the, um, the fact no. is, yeah, they will run regardless. So if they're going to get some yardage out of it and it's you know play success, good job. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Seahawks plus seven. God, I got crazy CLV. It's going to be such a bad week. Oh, so bad. Papa Cal's brings up a huge point. Remember what the Rams did after they beat Tampa Bay? This does feel like deja vu all over again in that regard. And honestly, like the Rams, if they're back, if they're down in this game because they get off to a bad start or a slow start because things just aren't working and Seattle's playing up, what do they care? They're going the they're the fifth seed, regardless. Like there's a 10% chance that they make it to the fourth seed or the third yeah. seed. 
Uh, I think I, I realistically in my mind, if they steal the West, they're going to be the fourth seed. So realistic chance that they'll swap venues when they play the, the Cardinals again is probably how this breaks. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know that there's really a ton of motivation here on the side of the Rams to air out, you know, to get, you know, to let, let's, 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 uh, let's go deep in the playbook for this comeback mode here. And oh, by the way, like, you know, who kind of sucks in comeback mode, Sean McVay, like that guy is a front runner. Go, he is a front runner extraordinaire, and uh, realistically, if the nine, if the uh, Seahawks come out and put up a little bit of uh, of a fight early here, I think this uh, this is probably a Seahawks win realistically. So, Bowdy. let's keep moving to the Sunday night football game, which quietly sucks. <laughs> yeah, this would have been one of those because yeah. it's like, hey, this is kind of like they don't usually do well against New Orleans, Tom. This is a game he struggled in, struggled uberly. Uberly. And uh, the game last year, that was a uber duberly stromp yeah. down. But the Saints are in a spot where they're starting a tight end at quarterback. Their wide receiver, number one, didn't get to play at all this year. They've had multiple problematic injuries to the running back position. Although when Kamara's right, Kamara is right. He's awesome. Yeah. He is. He is really something to behold. Um, good defense, though. I mean, it's been a good secondary at times. Uh, they've been able to get off the ball a little on the pass rush. The Bucks are just so good, and the Bucks are going to throw constantly. And if you can, you can hold them down. You can stay within this number. If you can't, you might lose by 30. Um, I, I mean, takeaways from last week in the Bucks game, as far as I mean, Taysom Hill can run a little. Taysom Hill is actually running a lot. They're they're using him in that way, like, per, you know, purposely because that's a skill set he has. But they do struggle with these running quarterbacks. And I guess if I was going to focus on something, I'd say like, let's make Taysom throw the ball. <laughs> like, don't you know, take away that. Kamara, let Kamara do what Kamara's going to do. But don't let Taysom add on top of that. I, I don't think you have the defense to stop Kamara, despite being a pretty good rush defense in general. A decent, I, I'd work on getting after the quarterback and then having something ready for him if he squirms out of there or if, if you're flushing him out of the pocket, not letting that turn into big gains if I'm Tampa. So Taysom probably still has like 60 yards rushing, even if you try to take it away from him. So uh, Saints... Probably a little live at this number, but more likely Saints team total over like 17. I dig it. I kind of dig that. Uh, where are the, what's that number? I was just spitballing. It's 23 minus five and a half. So probably 17 and a half. Basically for a team a, total. It's basically a flat 17. Uh, you're either getting a you're either getting a great price at seventeen and a half, or you're laying a a kidney for sixteen and a half. Yeah, I like what do you want there? I'd probably I'd probably sell it up. I wish you could sell that. I, they, you know, everyone shits on the European model, but yeah, boy, over Give there us you can nineteen. Bet. You want nineteen and a half? Hey, what what do you want? Like, you you want to bet over twenty one and a half? Here, whatever, plus two forty. Yeah. Have it. Okay. Uh, your take. I took the points here. I backed the Saints. I think that there's enough of a signal here about the Saints defense and the way that they um, kind of keep Brady within reach that I'm not expecting 
like an earth shattering change where all of a sudden Brady looks like a million dollars against this defense. I'll be surprised if it happens, but in general, uh, they do, a, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, who's the kid, uh, at cornerback for the saints who covers, who, who's just a nightmare matchup. Claiborne Claiborne is a nightmare matchup for Evans every single time he's in that guy's head. I don't know what it is. Uh, that takes away one of Brady's dynamic set of weapons. This, that take, you know, makes them a little bit more one dimensional in terms of a, an overall attack. Um, I know this is in Tampa Bay, but it still is, it's still been a tough contest for this. I mean, shh. I mean, I'm not leaning at all on what we saw the last time these two teams went head to head in Tampa. No, that's that was a different. That squad. was a very different squad. That was a very different situation. Um, but ultimately, I think this is. Uh, I think this is alive. I think this is. I think the Saints are alive at least through a lot of this game. They yeah, ultimately. Yes. This is Hawks another cover. Sunday. This is another Hawks were uh, trying to do me again, man. Blow 23 point lead. 23 point lead. They end up winning by 12. Uh, God damn This is another one we bet on the Sunday opener stream. I got it hasn't moved much. I got an 11 and a half. So I'm I ride with you here. I think we were pretty much in lockstep on those dogs. Okay. It's like uh, on on the Sunday opener. Yeah. We took New Orleans, we took Atlanta, we took Seattle. I have Green Bay from last week. Yep. So we're we're pretty much in lockstep, and we just need the team total play and the the chat come up with a play. It seems like there's uh, there's some discontinuity over there. It's a dis. Oh man, the chat. This is like uh, this is like the end of the first Lord of the Rings book. I mean, this isn't like um, this isn't the same level of dysfunction that exists in like the Jaguars locker room. Yeah. No, these guys are. Um, Clearly, who would be what's, what's your chat? official prediction on Patrick. what happens there? But while, while we kind of think about the uh, the chat play and the pod play, what's your official prediction on what happens? Is is Urban Meyer the next coach fired? What happens to our Urban Meyer next coach fired or first coach fired bets? And uh, ultimately, uh, where did the Jags go from here? I hope they cash him. I think he is the next coach fired. This last thing, it's like just one thing on top of another. Like, don't kick people. Don't be a, just be, be nice to people in general. It doesn't matter if they work for you or not. Like, don't kick people. That's just it's bad karma. And then don't yell at them. And if you're gonna do it, do it to a big old dude. Like, see how you feel then. Don't kick a little old kicker. Go pick on the punter. That's horrible. Um, so yeah, it looks like Cincy and to Houston money lines are kind of in play here in the uh, in the chats. What did we uh, what did we land on? I don't know about our tickets. I have no idea. I'm dead serious. I'm gonna DM Dave Mason see what he th- thinks. Okay, excited to find out one way or the other. There. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you know what he. Comes that'd be a nice with. Christmas. That'd be a nice Christmas present if that actually yeah. does play out. Because that's been nice it's been a, it's been a tough year. It wouldn't be bad. Would, that wouldn't make me whole, <laughs> but it'd feel uh, good. <laughs> it'd be nice. It'd feel good. What do, um, what do you think yeah. for team total then? These have been running hot, so we have to really be careful. Uh, yeah, uh, I would. I'm going to throw three options out there, and you tell me what you think. Patriots twenty-one and a half. Philadelphia. Oh, that's over. An over twenty-one and a half for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, an under seventeen and a half for the Browns. <laughs> uh, an over twenty-four and a half for the Eagles. Going up against that COVID trench situation. Um, and over 
for the Titans against the Steelers. About 21 and a half. Um, or an over for New Orleans Saints, 17 and a half. All five parlayed. Dang, dang, bang, bang, bang. I might do that as a fun, fun little teaser. But uh, I think my favorite is still the Eagles. Eagles. You can get a 24 and a half. Trenches. Yeah, against I have no other skin in that one, so I kind of want yeah, to Yeah, I kind of want that one just to get involved in that game. And if I can find like a 26 and a half or 20, 27 and a half at plus money, I'd take that. Washington, let's pick a different one. Because uh, Washington does like to take the air out of the ball. And all right. Considering that they know this too, they're gonna they're like gonna the Saints, they're gonna really they're right. really gonna try to uh, take the air out of the ball there. You want to do the Saints? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Saints seventeen and a half, a secret pod play. Put it on the board. In and we will bless it with some Kevin James. Um. Did you bet into uh, Monday Night Football at all? We didn't talk about Monday Night Football because the Bears are on prime time again. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, Minnesota typically goes to to Chicago this time of year for some horrific horrific football (laughs) and play some horrific football. Is that what you're expecting there? Kind of. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted by that under. I think our our, our defense listen to me. I've been talking to people from here too much again. I said our our like defense. I, yeah, like I'm a fucking homer. Ugh. Any COVID in uh, many? Despite being the team with the most COVID all year long, I don't think they're sitting on anything right now, which is something. One wow. of the lowest vaccinated teams in the league. So, yeah, Bears probably live. The unders live. Um, Bears first half, under first half. No, I'll probably just end up playing the second half, though. You know me. It's going to be Fields, Dalton, or Fultz? It'll be Fields, Fields and Dalton are both questionable. It'll be Fields again. I think he's fine. Okay. All right. God, I don't want to break that one down. <laughs> second most now to Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland came raring around the corner and passed him. <laughs> so. All right. It's hey, you guys. Team. Good, good, solid, uh, good, solid. Uh, finishing skills. Maybe maybe hit a thumbs up if you're in the chat, if you're in the YouTube chat. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you guys <coughs> crushing the chat today. A lot of good comments, a lot of good conversation. Riddle me how the Milwaukee people. Bucks are hitting 60% from three. Uh, variance. It's called variance. It happens all the time. Sometimes teams hit 100%. Know, at halftime, you want to know what the Pacers were? 20%. Well, that's low. It's very low. Not good. Do you have any uh, college basketball on play today? Um, I got a late one. I think I'm three and two with uh I bet the dog and the under in the UNLV game. So that game, I mean, that game doesn't even start for like an hour, man. Mm. Although it's it's been a decent game. I bet Akron plus four. I think they won by 20. College basketball is so wild sometimes like that, where it's like, oh, this team's a dog, and they got steamed like a point. And then I think they led wire to wire. It was just a gross <laughs> defeat for our right state. Got beat. Our Fairfield Stags, never in doubt, led by I about 10 to 20 it. the whole game. Love Fairfield, it. for some reason, is a truck. Looking forward to Fairfield, Iona, for domination of the MAAC. And with that, we'll catch you guys tomorrow night for Thursday Night Football halftime. Very cool. Excited for tomorrow's game. Best Thursday night football game of the season, probably. It should it should be a good one. I'm I'm kind of pumped for it too. So All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get ripped. <laughs> we should get super hot.
Patrick says, don't count out Manhattan. Yeah, the, the MAAC is a, it's a dogfight every year. Great, great interaction. Oh, and just, yeah. 